1: All right, so last night uh, there was just a wonderful, wonderful game played. The Lakers just a disaster versus the Heat last night and uh, all kinds of stuff out there today about uh, things being disjointed, communication issues uh, between players and and with Darvin Ham and sort of a disconnect that's in there. So there's a lot going on as the Lakers dip. Uh, They are below 500 and they're moving into this stretch where they've got 11 consecutive games with 10 of them at home.
2: Right. And and uh, by the way, before we get to the phones, Greg just stuck his head in here and said, and help me get this right. Yes. We are giving away a BB Go bag. Not just us, but Travis and Sleeve have one. We have one. Sedano and Cap have one. So we're giving away... Three different sets of Laker tickets tomorrow?
3: Yes. For wow. the game on Sunday against the Clippers. Okay. Whoa. We're giving it away tomorrow. All
2: right. And so, one on each show. All right. So be sure to listen to the whole nine hour mega block tomorrow yeah, for because multiple
1: chances to win. Yeah.
2: You will you don't have one chance to win, you have three. What are we gonna do? How are we gonna give it away on our show? We well, get to determine
1: it. It's, oh it's up to us.
2: Yeah. So we'll come up with it tonight. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's it's awesome. We, those are great tickets. You know and by the way, next week Fitro we we Fridays th- comes back next yes, week yeah, too, right? We should, we should somehow. BB go. Yeah. yeah, we should somehow involve Pepe in the giveaway. Oh. Like, like it, it. He's doing Potpourri Elias tomorrow too. Yes, he is. So we got a lot going on tomorrow. Hey, right. John, wake up, pay attention. Exactly. <laughs> that's how you win. All right. So let's go to. Hey, take that call on uh, line four, Jay. Okay. On line four,
1: Jay, you're on seven ten. What's happening, man? Good yeah. afternoon. Everything's
2: Jay. good, guys. How's it going? Good, right. man. Good. good
1: afternoon. Good afternoon is right. Jay, what would you want to
0: talk about? Jaime Huck is again. I, I was the one that called last year regarding the Lakers should have picked up Jaime Hacquez. Yep. Not you just know, the
2: Lakers, but the, other, the well, other 17 teams that passed on it, too. <laughs> he was the 18th pick.
0: But it's a dagger. It's a dagger every time he does something, you know? It's like, wow, his passes were pretty crisp. He had some good defense. Oh, he's a great he didn't player. Blocked Josefino last night.
2: You
1: know, yeah, he's a, yeah. He blocked Josefino last John. night.
2: Go ahead, Jay. It, John, when you said if the threes are not going down, why
1: do you keep shooting them? Don't the coaches see this here? No, the coaches disagree with
2: me about
4: this.
1: The Lakers don't take a lot of threes.
2: Well, and the coaches disagree about this. They say if they're. My and Michael feels this way, Jay. If. He, Michael, Darwin, all these guys say, if we're open, we have to I, shoot him. I agree with Michael and Darwin on I, this. I don't shoot if you're three for what were they four for thirty? Who do you
1: who do you want? Do you want Cam Reddish who takes
2: one shot the entire night? I okay. Let me simplify this for you. You have a choice. Yeah. Cam Reddish wide open three, mm-hmm. or Anthony
1: Davis single covered in the post. Well, not, not a fair question. Of course, why not it's Anthony Davis? So what are we arguing about? Because Anthony Davis doesn't have high, they're not getting the ball to Anthony Davis enough. That's also a trademark of this team. He's not, he's not a big usage rate guy. And ultimately, you said, the, the, I'm going to quote you. You said you can tell who won the game by looking at who made the most three pointers. Right. So the Lakers with they were four and let for hundred last night. Let me amend night.
2: that. You can. The one line I would look at is last night Miami was, I think. I'd have, Greg, look this up for me, but I think they were plus 21. I think they had seven more. Th- I think we had, I know, four, we had four and they had 11. But I could be off by a couple of, there. So that's minus 21 from the three-point line. That's the number I want to look at. If it's uh, They went
3: 16 of 42, the Heat, and four, 4 of 30.
2: All right, so 12. So we were minus
1: 36. 30. Yeah. Well, so, how can you win like that? You can you feed can't. Anthony Davis all night long, and it's not enough. But
2: what you can do is get their 16 number down closer to you. Let's say you cut that 16 to 8. Yep. If you're minus 12 from three and you have Anthony Davis pounding them on the inside, you could win. But you can't win when you're minus 36. It just doesn't
1: work. The disappointing thing is here we are under 500, and Anthony Davis and LeBron James have played. Almost every game, and they've played great, and they've been they're, fantastic. They're, the
2: season ended today. They'd both be all stars, both be all NBA. Yep, absolutely. Can I? Ask and you some, still, it's not enough. Can I ask you something about
3: Jaime Hawkes? Yeah, so I, I've been saying, and I really truly love Jaime him. Hawkins. I so do I. Of course, I'm a huge user. I actually watched him more than I was watching the Lakers last night.
2: Yeah, but his game is—he's almost better suited for the NBA than he is. For plus, college. I don't blame you the Lakers
3: were unwatchable, so you, you watch <laughs> the others. I watch the good guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think that Jaime Jaquez would be this high, that on the Lakers. I think he would only be there in Miami. He works there and runs in that system well. I don't think he would look, look like that here in L.A.
2: I disagree because think about how good he looked on UCLA, which was a completely different system than Miami. And by the way, Greg, think about system. it. Like He looked he look great when he was playing opposite Johnny Juzang, and when Juzang left, he was still great. He played four years, and no matter who Mick Cronin put in around him, he was great. I just think he's one of these he's a baller. I just think he's one of these guys that would plug into any system He's just fundamentally sound and solid Why wouldn't he work in our system? So
3: I don't think because of the system that Darvin Ham runs and maybe it's a Darvin Ham problem, but it's it's a five out system. I think he would be relegated to just standing in the corner waiting for a three, which is basically how this all kind of works out for this Lakers team There's not a lot of movement. He works better off of movement and cutting and those well, types of things But you know, you saw. He, also,
1: he also does this thing called defense. which is And Greg, he, I
2: agree I agree with you that the Heat is an ideal fit it for Jaime. Ideal. What I don't agree with is that he wouldn't be good on another team. I don't, I mean, he'd no, no, be no, good. no, no. Another
3: team, yes, not the Lakers. I don't think he would be good on the Lakers. I don't I, think they I would do. give him as much I, freedom I to be also. himself. Well, well did as you they see where he came him?
2: out and said he, he's glad the Lakers didn't yeah. draft him? What are you going to say? What else well, are no, no, say? Well, no. But his point was I went to high school in Camarillo. I spent four years at UCLA. My sister's there now. My life has been in a bubble. You know, you were talking earlier about when you went to New York. Yes. At least you've lived a lot of life. I mean, you grew up in Ohio. Now yep. you live in California. You went to New York, Greg. You went and lived in Hawaii. Yep. I've lived in Louisiana and Texas. Sure. I mean, we've been around. I know what Jaime's saying. Nine, I think it's 65% of people live their whole lives 10 minutes from where they grew up. How, what percentage? 65%. Is that right? Yeah live like live like think about all the people that are still majority, in Miami yeah. Ohio Yeah right still people back Probably 65% of the people you grow up with are still there Yeah that's about right Yeah Um I think that was his point Hawkes was like I needed I needed an adventure. I needed something.
1: Change I, of environment. Yeah, There's I mean, yeah. I needed.
2: I, I now I have different friends and different people, and I'm I, I'm I'm living on the East Coast. He, he loves it. Sure. But if he, if, L- he, if, if he I, was a if he was
1: a Laker, I think he would have adjusted. Yes, I, I think <laughs> he would have been able well, to get be okay. In LA. I can't tell <laughs> you guys how many.
2: <laughs> I can't tell you guys how many times. And what are we? Three months into the season. Yes, I can't tell you how many times that you can take an NBA draft three months into the season. And if you redid it, there is somebody in the teens that would have gone top five. Yep. This year it's Hakez. But, I mean, Giannis was in the teens. Kobe was in the teens. Kawhi was in the teens. Klay Thompson was 11th. Um, there, it just – the draft is weird. Yeah. It is – there is always some – and in the case of Hakez, I can tell you for a fact, because I've talked to a lot of people about this, the whole reason he dropped is because he was a four-year player. Yeah. People want – a ni- an 18, talent, 19 bam. year old guy that they can develop and shape. That's why the Lakers took a Chivino and and that's why they're not down on him because he's 19 no, years and old. He's barely play, right? Well, he's 19 years old, yeah. They, you know, they, they want to develop him and work with him. Sure. and hopefully, one day he turns into Jaime, yeah. Alikas, I mean, I just, but
1: Max Christie was on that track, and right, now Max one, Christie's a regular year. contributor, and Mac, Max Christie looks pretty good, yeah, he does, he yeah. does.
2: So, but so it worked against Jaime that he was a four year player, but the heat they have that culture down there and they're smart and they saw him and they went, that guy plugs right into our system.
1: Okay. I want to play something for you. This is Steve. Stephen A. Smith does his other show. This, I think he does a podcast, a like podcast you. TV kind of thing. And uh, he was asked this question. I'm going to play it. And then I'm not going to play his answer. I want you guys to answer it in, uh, in all honesty. Here we go.
3: Start bench cut. Jennifer Aniston, Halle Berry,
1: Jennifer Lopez. Start, bench. Can cut. I think about it over the break? Yes, think okay. about it over the break.
2: Everybody think about it over That's the break. That's not fair. Well, hey, accept the premise, I know. I'm, I'm
3: going to. I'm just saying it's <laughs> not fair. That's a very hard question. That's okay. why I asked That's it. That's the right
2: whole now. point
1: of it. Uh, we'll do that. Well, coming welcome up- to Mason, Ireland. You've only been here 10 years. We'll do that coming Eight. up next. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN.
2: All right, so um, Brian, who is this? This Ed is Shuren. Ed Sheeran. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
1: okay. he's got such a unique voice. Yeah. Great.
4: Ed Sharon, great. He is great.
1: How do you pick this music, Brian?
4: Uh, like, today we're just a little top forty right now. Oh, we're doing top. 40. Yeah, a little top forty. Oh, nice.
1: That's the theme today. We're going yeah. top forty. You got a little Miley Cyrus rolling in there? There is some Miley Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, I, got I like you. that. Stay I tuned. I like that. It's her, it's her it, year, I think. Is it still flowers? It's or still is that is flowers no, on there. No, what about, uh, they, she's got another one about uh, when I was young, or I used to be young, or I used to be younger, something like that. I'll find that Find that, that one. Yeah. Find that one. All right. Uh, hey, so I played this thing before we went to break. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith on his talk show uh, was asked this question. Start, bench, cut. Jennifer Aniston, Halle Berry. Jennifer Lopez. Okay, there it is. All right,
2: so you're only honoring one of them. Because Correct. one of them you're benching, but you could always go back to her. Correct. Okay. Start, bench, cut. All right. What these three women all have in common? Multiple relationships. Oh, that is true. I didn't even <laughs> think uh, of you that. You know, um, they've Does all- Does Jennifer-
1: Jennifer. Pitt and just had Brad like, and no, no. Justin, Justin Theroux, and that's it. She's 0
2: for 2. Yeah. Halle Berry, I think, is 0 for 4. <laughs> yeah. And Jennifer Lopez is 0 for 4. And now she's back with Ben. Yeah. Um, all right.
1: These, by the way, are three unbelievable looking. I mean, these are spectacular, right. amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm cutting Halle Berry. You're cutting oh Halle. My. wow. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Who are you benching? This is hard.
2: I'm benching J Lo because I think she would just drop me like a bag of rocks. She just moves on to the next right. thing, you know. So and you start and uh, you I'm start- starting Jennifer Aniston because I I think uh, and then I could introduce her to Cappy. 'Cause that's his dream girl. But, right, and they can ride you. off into he the sunset. And, and, and oh, Rachel, Rachel and starting Jennifer always. I'm a sorry, I like day. her. I think yeah. she's
3: um, You're not giving her away then.
2: No, but I, I I think Jennifer Aniston is uh is smart and I think she's likable and I not that the other two
1: women aren't, yeah. but I, I just so like you're starting Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Okay. Benching J Lo and cutting Halle Berry. Yeah, how about you? Uh do Greg. I don't know if I'm even, am I allowed to even have an opinion <laughs> on this? Of course you are. You what, because yeah. you're gay? What's yeah. that stupid? want to pick three guys uh, to
3: make you right. feel yeah. better? I mean, sure. <laughs> <you want> Keanu <laughs> Reeves, and then pick two more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> start. <laughs> all right. All right, so I've crossed this off and switched them all around 75 yeah. different times, mm-hmm. but I am going to cut J-Lo. Oh.
4: Okay. I think,
3: I don't know how I feel about it, Ben and the whole Bennifer thing, all right. so that's easy one. I'm starting Halle Berry. I've been in love with her forever. Okay. Swordfish kind of changed my life, and then Aniston <laughs> Swordfish
1: changed your life. I
3: mean, you may be the only one, yeah. but go well, ahead. Well, no. you know, you know Ben, or, uh, you know John, uh, and Jennifer Aniston. I'm going to bench. I love Jennifer Aniston, but I'm I'm benching Jennifer Aniston okay. to go back to her if I need to. But I'm starting Halle Berry because I've always loved. So
1: her. So you're putting Jennifer Aniston on the practice squad.
4: On the practice squad. Yeah, she
1: can always come That's up. That's all right. You didn't cut her. I didn't yeah. cut her. But Brian, what you know? are you doing?
4: I have the uh, identical list of Greg here. Oh, really? Starting so Holly Berry. Yep, that one was pretty easy to me. I don't know. That was that was an easy one. And then Aniston was my you know celebrity crust my whole life, so, so I got to keep her on her? the roster. You know, so yeah, you on the on bench, bench, right? And then and you're J-Lo. riding with J Lo. Sorry, so you, you can't okay. really
2: go wrong here. No, no, there are no, no, no wrong answers. answers.
1: No. See, I'm starting J Lo. I I think J Lo's just, just, just spectacular. It? Yeah, you she's she's it. I'm gonna bench. I'm gonna. Bench, Jennifer Aniston, and cut Halle Berry. So, so got, you and I cut the same one. Yeah, we both cut. Wow. You cut so Halle Berry. I did. You had the same, and in this room had the same.
3: Yeah.
2: Although if we watch that James Bond movie, Halle Berry's in, I bet you we change our oh, minds. Oh, so no, yeah. She's amazing. She's Immediately.
1: Amazing. Uh, all right, here is how Stephen A. Smith answered the question. Start, bench, cut. Jennifer Aniston, Halle Berry, Jennifer
3: Lopez. That's easy for me, bro. Jennifer Lopez starts, okay? because I'm thinking from the neck down, not just the neck up. You asked, I told you. Halle Berry, because she's one of the most beautiful women you'll ever meet in your life. And Jennifer Aniston, a third, because of the reasons aforementioned points one and two.
2: Well, so he 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 just like, no, he doesn't have anything. His point is he doesn't have anything against Jennifer Aniston. He just likes the other two more. Correct. Yeah. 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 All right. So, you know, we were doing all this stuff about talking about coaching and the Lakers. Yes. And 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 Darvin Ham and how things are a mess. All right. I just got a, I just got a tweet from one of our listeners. Okay. Named Christian Gonzalez. Okay. Hey Christian. Ireland Mason. I think the Lakers 100 should make a trade, but not for a player, for a coach. Send Detroit a first-round pick for Monty Williams. For Monty Williams. Monty Williams just lost 28 consecutive games in a row. And that's who you would trade a first-round pick for.
1: Yeah, first of all, I'm not trading for a coach at all. Right. I mean, Doc Rivers is right there. It may
2: happen in the NFL with Belichick. Yeah. But... I'm not trying sure to give up anything for Belichick.
1: No, I would not. Tra- I would not trade for Belichick at all. Actually, yeah. I want to do the Monday's uh, Black Monday where all the coaches get. Fired. Yeah,
2: and uh, you guys read this? There, the, some people think there's going to be as many as nine openings. There are already three: Chargers, Raiders, uh, Panthers, and Bears will open up. A lot of people think Commanders is opening Commanders, up. Commanders, you know. um, yeah. And I I so New England is, is that one
1: we're thinking? Dallas if they flop Well, you had a thing today where people are thinking about it, just flipping sports to the NFL where people are considering trading for Mike Tomlin I don't think Pittsburgh
2: would let Mike Tomlin go I don't go. either I don't, by the way if they do let him go you don't have to trade for him If if you come in if he's under contract but if they fire him yeah he, true Then yeah. he's free uh, Why would they Mike fire Tomlin him he's would,
1: never been under 500 in his career including this year Mike Tomlin would be hired in 10 minutes. Yes. Uh, I had the thing the other day survey of uh, NFL players. What coach would you most like to play for? Right. Mike Tomlin in a landslide over everybody else.
2: Matter of fact, if I'm the Chargers and the Steelers cut bait with Mike Tomlin, I move him ahead of Harbaugh and Belichick.
1: Which is the most attractive head coaching job this offseason? That might become available? Yes. Chargers, because of Herbert,
2: is is automatically on the list. But if Jerry Jones cuts bait on Mike McCarthy, think about that. You get – by the way, do you guys know this? Dak Prescott leads the NFL in touchdown passes. Oh, yeah. A lot of people would get that wrong. But so you've got Dak, you've got C.D. Lamb, you got Tony Pollard, Yep. And then you have an absolutely loaded defense, including Micah Parsons. If that job becomes open, I think it's more attractive than the Chargers. What do you think?
1: I think the most attractive job is the Bears, because you get Caleb Williams and you get to build with a transcendent quarterback and you've got a couple of years to lay a groundwork and to be able to build something around him. I think that Bears job because of Caleb Williams. Like I if I was the Bears, I'd be I'd be looking at Harbaugh. I, if I'm the Bears, I'm like, Harbaugh is the right guy. Uh, he's got his quarterback that's what the if most he, important what if he says
2: i want to bring jj
1: mccarthy well no nobody i mean you wouldn't take jj mccarthy over caleb Williams. harbaugh got right? the num- yeah they got the number one pick Come yeah on. but harbaugh and don't they also have like the number six pick well
2: if if you're really going to draft jj mccarthy ten. 10 he would still be there at 10 right mccarthy yeah so it's trade number one for like three other picks and uh, you'd have you know I, Why I, would anybody
1: trade Caleb Williams? I, I don't wouldn't. understand. He's a transcendent
2: but I love Caleb, quarterback. But but you don't know that. You no. don't know that he can play in the NFL. Trust me. You're talking to somebody who watched his team use the number one pick on Jamarcus
1: Russell. I would, be, but I would never have bet everything on Jamarcus. I would bet everything on Caleb Williams. I wouldn't. I would. I I, I love him, and I
2: think he's going to be great. But. Until you see a guy playing the NFL, I mean, they're, they're, the list is long of top three picks used on a quarterback that didn't work.
1: He's not going to jo- be one of those. Joey Harrington, Heath Schuler. I, I mean, let me they, tell you something. I think Caleb Williams is the surest shot that we've seen amongst quarterbacks at the top of the draft. More than Andrew Luck. He what? He Andrew Luck really was well. awesome. He retired like-
3: he retired
2: early.
1: Yeah, he,
3: Andrew,
2: reti- Luke, he was, No, but Andrew Luck, was, great. Was, was, Andrew Luck was really great. good. And
1: he yeah. was great in college. But if so you you Trevor Lawrence
2: has been really good, Joe Burrow's been really good. Those guys, yeah. guys are all number one overall yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're but if you were the Bears, you wouldn't like
3: to to your point, John, you wouldn't trade and then try and get Marvin Harrison Jr. on, well, on the what they could side
2: of the side of the side the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams. I do too, because it resets their salary at quarterback, which is a big deal, and. It allows them, when you have a rookie quarterback, it allows them to spend money everywhere else. But they could, this is an option available to them, keep Justin Fields, trade the number one pick, use the 10th pick on J.J. McCarthy, and then load up on all the other positions. That's an option available to them if they wanted to. Because Justin Fields isn't terrible. He's just going to cost a lot of money. I
1: think Justin Fields is going to be really good. Supposedly on the trade market, they can get a second or a third round pick for Justin Fields. To me, you take the number one pick, you use it on Caleb Williams. You flip out uh, Justin Fields for a number two draft pick. You've still got pick number 10 where you can get some help. And I think Harbaugh, has there been any linkage between Harbaugh and the Bears? Yes, we used to play there. Uh, I think I was listening to Unsportsmanlike the other day. Yes, and I think our Mike, morning
3: show. Maybe it was Michael Lombardi. I don't remember who they were talking to, but he was saying that he. they were saying he does not want to go to Chicago. He has no interest in being in Chicago. He would want to be in warm weather, California, well, San Diego.
2: Remember, he started his coaching journey at, U, at USD, the University yeah. of San Diego. Yep. He had that job before Stanford. Yeah,
3: Stanford's all
1: in
2: California. So his family has was lived a, there. He, they know it. He played for the Chargers. You know, I mean, it, it's,
1: you well, know, can obviously. Can overcome that, bad ownership? That's the question with the Chargers. Can you overcome terrible ownership? It You
2: can. I mean, Art Modell won a Super Bowl.
1: Here, um, can I throw something else at you about the Chargers, John? Yeah. Okay. So you know how the Rams are going to be sixty million dollars under the cap this off season? The Chargers are going to be sixty million dollars over the cap. They're uh, going to have to do what the Rams did and jettison well, some of I've those already, veteran I've talented already, guys.
2: I've, I've already heard that they're going to they're going to cut bait on khalil mack on derwin james gotta get under the cap yeah so i mean uh, they they have they have the ability to do that they don't need all three of those wide receivers they they'll they'll be able to get under
1: yeah yeah um i just think that makes the job trickier yeah makes the job trickier
2: all right Uh, and and by the way i know before anybody corrects me i know that the chargers aren't in san diego anymore but it's 90 miles north So, Harbaugh.
1: They'll always be the San Diego Chargers to me. Uh, All right, coming up next for you, maybe the darkest answer ever on Family Feud. Darkest answer ever on Family Feud. That's coming up next for you. Let me tell you about, uh, I am so proud and so honored and so privileged to be working with the L.A. County Department of Mental Health. And we set this up so I I can talk a little bit about my mental health journey Um, and One of the reasons I was talking about New York earlier, one of the reasons why things didn't go well in New York is because I went into a major depression, and it was really, really hard, and I didn't necessarily have the resources to be able to deal with it. So if you are depressed, if you're depressed for a long period of time, uh, if you are anxious, if you are overwhelmed... You've got to get free emotional support and service referrals and crisis counseling from the L.A. County Department of Mental Health. They have a 24-7 hotline phone, 800-854-7771. That's 800-854-7771. Uh, their website is dmh.lacounty.gov, dmh.lacounty.gov. Take care of your mental health. It is uh, It is the key to a happy, happy life. And uh, remember, with the L.A. County Department of Mental Health, there is always hope and recovery and well-being. Mason Ireland, 710 ESPN.
0: Go to Shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash network.
1: Hey, there it is. There's Miley Cyrus. I love this song. It's funny. She sings, uh, when I used to be young. I'm like, you're like, you're like 36 years older. You're young. You are young. Um, that's a great song. By the way, I think she's going to clean up at the Grammy Awards when it happens. I love my. I think it's going to be a great year you're, for my. You're, Miley you're Cyrus. preaching to the choir with that. Uh, um, all right, so Family Feud always has interesting questions, uh-huh. and I'm going to play something for you from uh, Steve Harvey and Family Feud um, that I would argue is one of the darkest questions, <laughs> okay, ever. On uh, Family Feud, do you, you want me to answer it? You want me to pop out I, yeah, first I'm gonna, thing and answer? I'm, I'm going to hey? pop in and get your answer. Uh, is that in the system, Brian? Yeah, I don't I see it. it. Okay, you got it. Okay, go ahead and uh, hit it. Name something a woman might drive a man to do. Okay, what do you? What's your answer? Drink. Drink. Okay, what's your answer, Brian? Go crazy. Go crazy. Okay, Greg, kill myself. Okay, let's hear the entire clip. Name something a woman
0: might drive a man to do. Go shopping with her. (laughs) Go shopping. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Not on the
2: board.
4: Kill himself. Kill himself. Wow.
2: (laughs) That wasn't up there, was it? Listen. It better be up there.
1: (laughs) Might not be up there, but I damn sure thought it a couple times. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my ex-wife. Yes, sir Thought mm-hmm. yep. about killing myself.
0: Yeah! Wow.
1: Do you know what the number three answer? I don't know what the okay. number one answer was, but the number three answer was. Greg,
2: look it up. See if it's uh, see if it's online someplace. Uh, like let's see what? What, it is. what name something
1: a woman would drive, would drive a, man a man to do. do? Drink is an obvious one. I think drink's going to be number one. I think drink's going to be number one too. Drive a man to do kill himself. It's like a really dark answer, but it's True. should be there. Should be there. All right, so uh speaking of dark, the Lakers last night were just absolutely dreadful. Just awful basketball, careless with the ball, turned the ball over 10 times in the first 22 quarter. 22 overall. 22 overall, shot 4 for 100 from 3.
3: I have the answers before you. All get right, into yeah, that. go oh, for it. Oh, you have the answers. I have the I, not number four, but I, number six was cheat. Kay. Number five was lose his mind. Mm-hmm. Number four, they don't show who what it is. Number seven or three was kill himself. Number two was leave divorce.
1: Okay, oh, that's
2: good. And number one, drink. Drink. Yeah. Yes. Ah, so yes. I would have like we could have passed or played. I think I wanted to pass. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. those other ones would have been hard. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So uh, Ireland. There is a story today, uh, from uh, Shamstrania and I think it's Jovan Buha, Yorvan Buha, Yorvan Buha. Yorvan Buha. Yeah. From the Athletic. And they say uh that according to six unnamed sources, six unnamed like we always say, oh, you know, get one get two sources. they've yeah. got six sources okay. that say that there is not a connectedness between Ham and the players. Uh, There's currently a deepening disconnect between Ham and the Lakers locker room. Six sources with direct knowledge of the situation say raising concerns about the head coach's standing. The people spoke with the Athletic on the condition of anonymity so that they could speak freely on the matter. Those sources have described that the disjointedness between the coach and team has stemmed from extreme rotations and starting lineup adjustments recently, uh, leading to a fluctuating rhythm for several players across the roster. Now, I personally think Darvin is overthinking the rotations and trying to do – like, that starting lineup he put in over the holidays was just terrible. The one where Weird. he f- flipped yeah. out D'Angelo and put Jared Vanderbilt in. Right. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt just hasn't been very good so far this year.
2: Well, Jared Vanderbilt is not a great offensive player, but he's very good defensively. He is good defense. And he – he generates a lot of steals he gives you you can switch him on to
1: anybody he's jared vanderbilt's in there for defense so how Uh, do you account for this disconnectedness between because i i personally think john we are we're at a crossroads right now we're at a crossroads team either goes on a run at home or goes to the play-in tournament and I, I'm being well, optimistic by saying I play was going to say yeah I know, you know there, there's they're number some, ten there now is right
2: something worse than the Correct. play in turn but, but right, this here's, this here's,
1: is this is it this is the stretch this is the crossroads it has to start tomorrow night I thought it was going to start le- has to start tomorrow night all right here's my take
2: on all this yeah. yeah as somebody who's around this dynamic all the time yeah um I haven't seen and I'm. In their hotels, I'm on their buses, I'm on their plane. I haven't seen this disconnect that is being reported play out in real time. In other words, but I, you're not
1: disputing it.
2: I'm not because I think what the people are disgruntled about, what these six sources are disgruntled about, is playing time. All these guys want to play more, right? Because they think they can make a difference. But if you look at how Darwin has done this everybody's been given an opportunity and very few are seizing it correct so i'm not sure what tarvin is supposed to do well he's, do you, this, like he, if you words, if you put cam reddish and jared vanderbilt out there and they don't make any shots you just leave them out there and hope they build a rhythm well at this point john I, they're I, not I, great shooters
1: it's right jan- it's january yeah shouldn't there be a starting lineup Last night he used his tenth different starting lineup. This is what players are upset about: their rhythm and their rotation and all that kind of stuff. I
2: recognize the problem, I, and I understand why they're frustrated. What I'm telling you is, as somebody that's around him all the time, this is—I'll I'll compare this to when people used to say Shaq and Kobe absolutely hated each other. Right? They didn't. They played together and and went to four finals in five years. Right. Were they best friends? Were they going out to dinner? No. Were they talking crap behind each other's back? Sure. But they didn't absolutely hate each other. They found a way to coexist and to go to four finals in five years. Right. Um, this team likes each other. I'm around them all the time. I know that. But the problem that you laid out is real. The the lineup, ten lineups is a lot. Yeah. What Darwin's trying to do is by the way, and doesn't know what the lineup's going to be tomorrow night. Right. Because he doesn't know if he has Moore or Russell. But if I'll give you this. Mm-hmm. They've got 10 out of their next 11 at home. Yep. They've got to take advantage of that scheduling. They If they don't, then I think you have a problem. Then I think you pulled the plug. But I don't think we're there yet. I think they, they, they've looked at what the December schedule looked like. They looked at how great they looked in the in-season tournament, which was less than a month ago. I know. On December 9th, we were talking about the Lakers being a finals team. Yeah. Nobody's saying that now, but December 9th. Today is January 4th. Yep. Okay, so less than a month ago, we were talking about them being a finals team. So we know it's in there somewhere. Yeah. They just need to unlock it. I think your criticism of too many changing lineups is fair. In a little bit of a defense of Darvin and the coaching staff – for example, if it were me, right. okay, if everybody's healthy, I start Hachimura. I think um, he provides you with offense. He's a solid defensive player. I do not disagree. I think I start, I start Russell because he can get hot. Uh, now, if you don't want to play D'Lo at the end, fine, but I think you start him. Like, for example, they're playing Memphis uh, tomorrow night. The last time they played Memphis, D'Angelo Russell was their leading scorer. Right. I think he made seven threes. Um that's what they need in a league that's turning to threes, they need to develop a three point shooter. But so I would start Russell Reeves. Yes. Hachamura, LeBron, and A. D. Now, Torian Prince Darwin really likes because he he gives you a three point shooter who plays defense. Darvin likes Vanderbilt because he plays defense. Um his original start- Darvin likes Reddish because he's kind of a Swiss Army knife. Um I I think you need more a little more offense. Last night, did you notice this? last night in the NBA, five different teams went north of 140. My god. You know how many points we scored?
1: 196.
2: Oh, 96, yeah. We last 110 to 96. Yeah. So, my lineup.
1: Yeah, what is more, your lineup?
2: Again, Russell Reeves, Hachimura, Hachimura LeBron Davis. AD. Um, Darvin can't come out today and say that's who he would start even if he wanted to because Russell and Hachimura are injured. So he's got to come up with somebody. He's got to put five players out there. Um, So I'll cut him a little bit of slack. But 11 home games in the month of January is a pretty good sample size. You got to make some hay there. You have to. And You've so to. I'm not going to, you know, they say, what are they, what's that saying? Throw out the baby with the bathwater. Yes. Because of one game last night that they lost in home, I'm not going to say the sky is falling. Even if it's part
1: of nine of their last
2: 12. Yes, because most of those that you're talking about have been on the road and I was tired. You know? right, and they right. just, and, and I'm not even playing, but.
1: At home with no back-to-backs, by the way. That's mm-hmm. something I haven't mentioned. Correct. January, no. they've led the league in back-to-backs so far this year with seven. they are none in January. This
2: is the part of the schedule where they need to make some hay. If they don't... Bam. Who knows? Then it, then all bets are off. Yes. You're right. But I, I think Darvin's earned the right to fix it over this stretch. Um, but not even you are suggesting that they would do anything today no end of the month yeah
1: end of the month i don't hey, even look, think if, they do it at the end if of the they're, month. if they're under if they have a four and eight month yeah then 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 you've got to look at everything yeah i agree i think
2: they're looking at everything now not rob but darvin's looking at everything now and by the way all you guys on, figure it out all
1: you guys on that team who didn't show up last night uh get ready for the trade deadline
2: well what's interesting is i mean we're talking about the lakers
1: yeah there's a long history of
2: this if you underachieve, they, they won't hesitate to cut ties. Nope. So, I think those guys got to be smart enough to know that. Yeah. Yeah, so, I would play my hardest game of the year tomorrow night. So,
3: let's just assume, let's say the Lakers lose Friday against Memphis, Sunday against the Clippers, and on Tuesday against the, against Toronto. Okay. Let's say that you don't think there's a change.
2: I don't. I think there would be such an uproar to there, lose 6 in a row? You guys think 6 in a row? I, they would fire a coach that went to the Western Conference Finals less than a year ago. I I've seen LeBron pull the plug on guys. Yeah. He did it with David Blatt.
3: Didn't they go to the finals and they got rid of him the next year? In the middle of this I, team. Don't even,
2: I don't even think he made it through the next year. And no, there's like yeah. 10 games possible yeah. No, he got fired midseason. Yeah. They yeah. will yeah. absolutely
3: – if LeBron says, that's it, I'm Boy, done, I don't want Maybe anymore, I'm too close gone. to it
2: because I've never even considered that as a possibility. Yeah. I've never considered that they would change the coaching staff if they went on a six-game losing streak. This team is supposed well, to go I, back I to the
1: – I think
3: they've got to the end of the month. I, I don't know. If you lose three more in a row, I think the, the uproar
1: will be so There will be a big. lot of uproar. That well, P- it also g- depends it also depends how they lose. Right. Did well, they do they lose like they did last night or do they lose at the buzzer? To me it's a different
3: well, like or, they, or is it with these fake comebacks when like oh, we made it to within two in the fourth quarter and then it goes f- and goes back up to 15. Yeah. Like that can't continue to happen. Well, but, losses
1: are losses and, then, and it doesn't then, matter. I mean, there's yeah, a lot but of bad co- losses are bad losses. Sure. Right. Of- like last night James Worthy and and uh 22 turnovers Robert Story just says a lot. crushed those guys. Yeah. That's
3: that's a lot of coaching. When it happens, when there's a lot of turnovers, that's a lot of coaching errors. When there's uh, all the the well, rotations general are lack of engagement, changing. careless with the ball. I mean, all this stuff. There was a play in the first quarter when um, Jaime Hawkes had a had a, a putback dunk or not a putback dunk, an alley-oop dunk from Kyle Lowry, and you could see. LeBron's face—he just looked so mad, and it wasn't because of the dunk. I think he was just out. He was right. like, "This is ridiculous. This is this is not what I'm here." Well, for. Well,
4: losing is
2: no fun, but let's see. That was see. the first quarter. His yeah. body language was terrible. Let's see what happens this weekend because I think it, the Clippers game is going to be really hard, which means which puts extra emphasis on getting it's a win like, tomorrow they night.
1: They lose both of these.
2: Yeah, then Monday is going to be, uh, it won't just oh. be, it, it's Black Monday in the NFL yeah, on Monday. It's be Black Monday here, <laughs> exactly.
1: All right, going to do a little What's Up, Fool. Coming up next, Bergman's got stuff, and Brian's got stuff.
2: 710 ESPN. All right, let me tell you about ZipRecruiter. It now takes up to 11 weeks to fill an open position. You don't have that kind of time if you're running a business. If you're listening today, listen to this. Use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find qualified candidates for all your roles fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com LA. ZipRecruiter uses powerful matching technology to quickly find and send you the most qualified people for your roles. Or as my friend Ian Siegel, the inventor of ZipRecruiter says, they don't leave anything to chance. They have an algorithm that aligns you with the people that have the skills and experience for the job you're looking to fill. And here's how quick it can work. Four out of five candidates, or four out of five businesses that use ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within one day. So speed up your hiring process with ZipRecruiter. Again, go to that website. It's free. ZipRecruiter.com LA. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com LA. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
3: Oh, so I was uh I saw something on Twitter today and okay. I, f- I forgot what I was doing for a second. Uh antetokounmpo Antenacumpo I need to Do you know do you have this Brian? Yeah, I got it. Giannis, Giannis Antenacumpo was being asked about the Pacers beating him four times in a row this season. Are you you and have I, that? Okay. Yeah. We're going to play the, what he his answer mm-hmm. and I want you to
4: just react. Okay. Are you you have that? Yeah. And you think about it. Now when you go back home, And you sleep, and you wake up, you think about it. Now when you go back and uh, work out, you think about it. You know, when you're about to get freaky at night, you think about it. You know? um, But at the end of the day, it's good because now it gives us time to fix things.
3: So do you you say anything wrong with him thinking about it during getting freaky?
1: No. No, I would think think he was was? honest. I think the L kind of sticks with you. Like I, if I, if so you're in the middle, thinking God,
3: the Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton absolutely killed me last night. In the middle, in the middle of middle,
1: it? yeah. Well, I think you. I don't think you can take him so literally, Bergman. Uh, He's making a little joke, right? I mean, I if if uh, let me put it this way: tell if, me to accept the premise. If I have a bad show, I have a bad day. If somebody has a bad game, it's going to stick with them in the exact same way, isn't it? If you're yeah. coming off a bad game, I mean, he's he's thinking you're about getting, it. Greg, you upsetting. know, it is
2: possible to think about two things at once.
1: But then no, you're not doing it, it, it right. Then you're not doing it right. Let me just be real. I, th- yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah. No, was, I, I thought it was funny.
3: Yeah, just What's move that on to the next one. All right,
4: guys. You guys are no fun. I hate joy. <laughs> I'll see if you like this one here. Okay, good. So I was eating dinner last night, and the story came on the uh, evening news, and it caught my attention, and I Got- thought it was pretty wild. So a man stole a propeller airplane out of Las Vegas, hopped the you know airport fence, everything, stole a little two per- two person plane kind of deal. Didn't make it very far. Landed you know in the desert. What they found was a manual how to land a plane with a joint and a couple of beers inside Whoa! the cockpit. So, wow! So, so my question, this guy obviously was on some sort of joyride. Yes. So, if it was up to you, what's your your one thing you would take on a joyride? No, you know, consequences like, or anything I'd like, like that. To
1: have one of them uh, Maybachs,
2: I'd like to drive around in a Maybach for a day. I've been in a Maybach. Have you? How,
1: they're like. cars. Oh, more than that.
2: More than that?
1: I was at a. Where'd you ride to
2: Maybach? I was in New York City Mm -hmm. and I said to. I wanted to go to the game early because we were doing a show. Yep. And I said, hey, um, do you have a house car? A lot of these hotels we stay in have a house car. Sure. And the guy goes, yeah, you're riding to Maybach? And I went, no. He goes, well, this is Gerald. He will take you. Wow. And he took me in a Maybach from the hotel to Madison Square Garden. I was in one for about 15 minutes. That's it um what about you i okay so i can joyride anything anything plane boat any car um i would want to does the Concorde still exist the Concorde does not exist that was that that was plane a plane that you could, could get... fly from new york to london in like four hours correct right. yeah i'd like to tr- try and fly that, that would
1: actually be that'd be cool
2: yeah, did they get rid of it because it costs too much money to fly? I think I, my I guess think is. so. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah what I about you, Brian?
1: Where, where would you draw your joyride?
4: Uh, I'd take one of these like uh, deep sea fishing boats, you know, off like San Diego. I'd take one of those and just open ocean, baby. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. See how fast we go. Bergman?
2: Get. You'd also get seasick. Yeah. I see. I ah, get seasick. I get lost one and boat. die out there too.
3: But. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm kind of torn. When I was young, I loved the Lamborghini Countach, so I'd probably go with that or the. James Bond car, the Aston Martin DB7. That's a...
4: Oh, that'd be fun. The Aston Martin, oh, yeah. yeah the, the Bond drives? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, too. That's a good one. Yeah. What's up, fool? All right, guys, so the Pro Bowl rosters have been announced. Yes. Uh, shout out Puka Nakua made the uh, NFC team. But there's been a lot of pushback on a bunch of snubs. And what people have been kind of saying is this shouldn't be an effect for Hall of Fame credentials or incentives for future contracts because it's all fan votes. Do you agree with this, that Pro Bowls shouldn't be something that is, you know, put in an incentive in a contract if it's a fan vote? Mm, that's interesting. I wonder what it is in Major League Baseball. Well, we yeah. talk about All-Star games? Yeah, we do talk
1: about all uh, You know what? I think fans should have a say. Right, like, I, but I, what,
2: I, your question is not that, Brian. It's should, should the pro contracts Bowl. be in... Yeah, the because pro there's Bowl. also the All-Pro. Yeah, which all is more, pro, should, it's, All-Pro should be the determining factor. The Pro right. Bowl, I mean... There have been a handful of guys that have, like, Mitch Trubisky has been in the Pro Bowl. I mean, because seven or eight quarterbacks in front of him just say, I'm not going. Well,
1: now, see, that doesn't happen anymore because they're not playing. Even if you're hurt, But they, they got to go. get somebody
2: to show up. Like, Tyrod Taylor got asked to go to the Pro Bowl one year. Did he really? Yeah. Matt I mean,
4: Jones his rookie year? Yeah. Did he yeah. make the yeah. Pro Bowl? Yeah. Mace, oh, wow. the yeah, reason for that, that is
2: happened. all the big-name QBs go, nah, I'm not going. But all pro recognize all pro means more. Like Aaron Donald makes the Pro Bowl every year, but what it's really significant about him is he's been all pro like eleven times. Um, so
1: all pro should be should be okay, the one so me, tied to contracts. Let me let me ask you: um, three quarterbacks, NFC. These are the ones that were voted into the Pro Bowl. Who do you think was voted into the Pro Bowl?
2: Okay, I will say um, this is just NFC. Just NFC. I will say Brock Purdy. Yep. Dak Prescott. All right.
1: And I'm gonna guess Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Now did they yeah. get it wrong? Did the fans get it wrong? I think those are the right three. I think those are right too. AFC. Uh Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Lamar Jackson. Yes. And I'm gonna say Tua. And that is correct yeah they got so fans got the right three quarterbacks in both conferences, I would argue,
2: maybe, maybe, but I think I think all pro is the way to go, Brian.
1: yeah, I think I think probably yeah, you tie incentives to uh, all pro
4: as opposed to uh, Pro Bowl.
1: Yeah, the which one- isn't even a bowl anymore. It's just right. It's a pro
4: day. I don't know what they call with, it. Like festive games, they play dodgeball and stuff. Dodgeball and jarts and <laughs> throw axes. Who the hell cares? The one snub I thought was uh, Josh Allen. I think he's up there with like forty something oh, touchdowns. When you, but he was very iffy
2: in the first eight weeks of the he season. He was very up he and was. down. Yeah, but and I think that probably bears. But him. I
1: think they win this week, and
4: they're a dangerous team in
1: the postseason. Right, very dangerous. What's that? I got one more for you guys, too. So
4: uh, Kirk Herbstreet is making his uh, viral again with the national championship. Should be played every single year at the Rose yes. Bowl. And he's got a lot of people agreeing with him on the side. What is, what's your take on this? Should it always be at the Rose Bowl? Um, I personally think the Rose
1: Bowl is the most scenic, spectacular, classic Football venue in America. And I think it's actually, you know, you've got the San Gabriel Mountains, you've got a beautiful state. The only problem is the parking, but you can live with that. Um, I would say the Rose Bowl is a great spot for the national championship game every year.
2: I will repeat what I said yesterday when I was in here with Travis and Sleeva. This is a horrible idea, and here's why? why. Here's why. Okay. Every year, yeah, there is someone like a young Steve Mashansky in Mommy, Ohio, watching football on New Year's Day, and he's freezing his ass off. Right. And he sees the Rose Bowl, and he sees the perfect sunshine, and the girls on the sidelines in their cute sweaters. Yes. And he says, I'm going to California. We're closed. We don't need any more, you you foreigners. We don't need any more, you East Coast people. Because every year the Rose Bowl is perfect weather and these people freezing in Boston and Philadelphia and Washington, D.C. and Mommy, Ohio, get in their U-Haul and they move here and they never go back.
1: We don't have room for them. Hell no. We won't go. Uh, that is a really interesting take. <laughs> <laughs> I... Not anything I saw coming for sure. <laughs> no, but that's that's the one day. So you're saying when, it's the it the Rose Bowl the one is day like
2: everyone moves here.
1: You're you're saying the Rose Bowl is like the California Tourism Commission.
2: It literally, you look at it and you say that's why I want. I mean, that's Think about it. As long as you and I have been alive, yeah, people have been watching the Rose Bowl, and it's ninety percent of the time perfect weather, and ninety percent of the time anything east of the mississippi river is frozen yeah no it's true it's true and so uh while i so i agree with herb street that it is the premier destination for bowl games and it's perfect i don't want any more people moving here so i'm out interesting bergman what do you think of my theory
1: you're a ucla guy you must love the idea of the rose bowl every year being the national the championship granddaddy game. of them all it, it is a granddaddy i'm totally fine
3: with that and i'd Ireland's way of saying no not idea. to breed. I'm an
2: isolationist, don't, don't Greg. Come to I don't bitter, want any more like, people moving to no. California. He wants to, he
1: wants to build a wall. Exactly. <laughs> like between us and Arizona. Yep. No, no, Arizonans can come. It's
2: hot there. I don't want any of the cold then what people about coming here. So you
3: don't want to go up. You don't want Oregon can't come down. No,
2: I don't want the people from Minnesota, Idaho, Ohio uh, no Idaho doesn't no none of those people want to move trust me uh, nobody nobody from a cold weather city because that's the Rose Bowl is the number one day of the year that people back east realize what the hell am I living here for yeah yeah what do you was there a, a specific thing that made you move to California?
1: The movie Chinatown
2: okay. Because I it was perfect in the palm trees, cool and there, classic. There, there yeah. you go. I was like, "That's there where I want go. to live.
1: I want to live there." By the the way. Rose
2: Bowl is an annual, once-a-year Chinatown to everybody there who's freezing goes. back east. All right, all
3: right. By the way, uh, yep. it has shifted. Baltimore, San Francisco to win the Super Bowl is now minus one twenty, and the field is minus one ten. It's shifted.
2: So now I would get the odds. Yes, now so but, you would but it's that. okay. Ramona and yeah. I locked it in. We're yeah. twenty-five grand. I have. This is just to win the Super Bowl. I have the Ravens and the Niners. She has the field. So she gets 12 That's teams. That's a big
1: bet. you yeah. gets 25% right. of your money. Yeah, she gets 12 teams. I get two. Two. You get Baltimore yeah. and San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, tell you what. When do we do this coming up? Uh, you know, there, John, few athletes have more endorsements than Shaquille O'Neal.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's an interesting story behind his deal with General Insurance Company. We'll play that for you coming up next. Plus more Lakers, Mason and Ireland. 710 ESPN.